Hey, hey! Welcome to another installment of Too Much to Watch. I'm Sam Papard, and on today's show, we are just doing a quick, quick reaction to last night's Golden Globes. I, of course, made my predictions. I got, I think, most of them right. I got, uh, definitely got some wrong, though. Um, I'm not going to waste any more time. I want to get into it right away. Let's get into it. All right. So let's start off with all of the film winners, the winners of movie based awards. And we're going to start off with best motion picture drama. I predicted Oppenheimer and I was right. It's not really that hard of a prediction to make. At this point, it seems like Oppenheimer is just an unstoppable force. This movie has thread the needle of being a work of art that can appeal to critics and filmmakers alike and just the casual moviegoer, as this movie basically grossed a billion dollars. Um, this is Christopher Nolan's moment, man. And, you know, Killian Murphy's moment and Robert Downey Jr.'s moment. This is the moment for them to shine. A lot of this is long overdue. And Christopher Nolan finally thread the needle of giving a movie that can be equal parts mainstream while also being a work of art that film critics and those who whose job it is to watch movies can appreciate as well. Okay, musical or comedy, I predicted Barbie just because I thought that there was so much momentum with this, but I was proven wrong. While Barbie is, an, I think, an excellent movie in a lot of uh, critics' minds and, of course, audiences' minds, it was Poor Things That Won. Um, I think my runner-up might have even been The Holdovers. Poor Things, I guess I need to see this movie now. I have not seen this movie, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. I've only ever seen one of his movies, and that's the favorite. I thought it was pretty good. It certainly stood out. It had its style all unto its own, and if it's anything like that, then yeah, this guy is clearly an auteur who is talented and has a real defined style to his films. So I don't have too, too much more to say about Poor Things, but now the momentum is with that movie I guess it's the runner-up to possibly win Best Picture. I do think Oppenheimer is the heavy favorite at the Oscars, but I would say the holdovers and poor things are the other two favorites. That brings us to animated movie, and for that we have The Boy and the Heron. And yes, it turns out that an 80-plus-year-old Miyazaki did not fly in from Japan to get a Golden Globe. Yeah, that's not. I don't blame him. It's really not that amazing of an award um yeah i haven't seen this movie either it's one of the highest grossing non-english language non-american movies of the year it's just it's about time that i think the masses learn to appreciate the you know for lack of a better word genius that miyazaki is uh, a lot of people were saying possibly that spider-man across the spider-verse could win and should win you know, sometimes awards are a collection. There's multiple reasons for award. It's not just the movie itself, but it's also Miyazaki. That brings us to non-English language movie. I predicted the zone of interest. And you know what? I was just wrong. I really, really, really have underestimated Anatomy of a Fall. I don't believe I even mentioned that as having a chance, maybe a slight chance. But yeah, I need to see this movie. 
like right away. I kind of like, I do like a good whodunit and this is not the only award this movie won. So I, I guess who votes really liked this movie. So I, I need to check it out. That brings us to the most ridiculous award of the night, which is cinematic and box office achievement. <laughs> uh, I still don't really quite understand this award. I mean, don't, isn't it? I saw a meme appear that is from uh, Mad Men where Don Draper says, you never say thank you. And that's what the money's for. And it's that episode where Peggy says, uh, you never say thank you. That's what the money's for. And I believe it said uh, cinematic and box office achievement award. And it has Don, John, uh, Don Draper saying, that's what the money's for. Yes. Uh, whoever created that. Uh, I salute you. Yeah. Barbie won this award. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it does because it was a cinematic achievement. It is a good movie while at the same time making buckets of money. We need a better definition for what this award is. And I don't know if they'll continue to do it or not, but it was great to get Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig on stage. That's what they wanted. And that's what they got. All right. That brings us to best performance in a motion picture drama. And we have Killian Murphy winning for best actor. It's about time. This guy has been acting for 20 years, really hasn't been in the lead much except for Peaky Blinders, which is TV, of course. And he's fantastic in that. Yeah. Um, it's a phenomenal performance. It doesn't really work without him. I guess the only other upset that we possibly were expecting was Bradley Cooper and Maestro, who, you know, Bradley Cooper tried very hard to win that award and he did not get it. Don't worry, Bradley. Someday uh, your day will come. I just think that Oppenheimer is an unstoppable force this year, and it has a lot to do not just with the performance, but the movie as well. And Maestro, it just, I think it's a little bit too polarizing of a movie for people to jump on board with that performance, even though it's an excellent performance. Uh, here's a tip, Bradley Cooper. Maybe you should try to be in a Christopher Nolan movie. That might work out. Uh, for actress, this is one of the best speeches of the night, in my opinion, even though Killian Murphy was cool because he, you know, his wife's lipstick was on his nose and he's like, oh, do I have lipstick? And yeah, it was just, he's very uh, kind of all shucks. But yeah, with actress, Lily Gladstone won, well-deserved. It's I think it's one of the best performances of the year. She gave a really incredible heartfelt and earnest speech that was very serious about, you know, her struggle and, you know, representation. And I, th I think it was a very good speech. Um, and this will change her life. It's kind of a feel good. It's the feel good moment of the night. Um, and I can't wait to see what she does next. Um, I had the possibility of Greta Lee winning. Not, not tonight, Greta Lee, but I think maybe your time will come, but, uh, Lily Gladstone, just what an incredible story. A woman who was on the verge of changing her career, and now she's a Golden Globe winner and possibly on the path to winning an Academy Award. Hollywood is a crazy place, a strange place. That brings us to best performance in a motion picture, musical or comedy. And we have Paul Giamatti winning for The Holdovers. Um, I can't say I was surprised by this one. People loved it. It was well-deserved. It was a great speech by Paul Giamatti giving, uh, saying teachers are important. It's a great performance. It's a good movie. 
I was thinking possibly Jeffrey Wright could win uh, for American fiction. You know, it may come down to the fact that more people have probably seen the holdovers than have seen American fiction. That's possibly the award, uh, possibly the reason. So uh, I don't know. It's kind of a toss up, but happy for Paul Giamatti getting recognized. One of our great actors. This next one, I, God, was I wrong on this one? I think I'm, was uh, maybe it was a toss up, but yes, best actress in musical or comedy, Emma Stone winning for poor things. Uh, great for Emma Stone. Give a great speech. She is, I think anytime Emma Stone is in something now, particularly if it's the right movie, she could be up for an award and she may very well win her best, her second Academy award. I thought possibly Margot Robbie could win for Barbie, but I guess, you know, Barbie, maybe it's just, it's too goofy of a movie and people just, again, it's all about brand and it's kind of stupid because I think Margot Robbie is really fantastic. I haven't seen poor things, so I really can't speak to it. And apparently it's an incredible performance. So uh, momentum right now is with Emma Stone to win the Academy Award for Best Actress. Supporting actor, one of the my favorite moments of the night, seeing Robert Downey Jr. win for supporting actor. Now, I, I, before we even go into that, we should mention that there is no supporting actor for musical or comedy and drama. It's just supporting actor. That's really confusing the way the Golden Globes does its categories, but I don't know, whatever. Anyway, Robert Downey Jr. won for Oppenheimer, well-deserved. This is um, kind of his comeback moment complete. He probably is the front runner at this point to win Best Supporting Actor at the Academy Awards. We were thinking possibly Charles Melton could win it, but, you know, everyone just loved seeing it. And a lot of people saw Oppenheimer. And I think Ryan Gosling is in third place at this point, even though he gives a very entertaining performance. Charles Melton is uh, two and then Robert Downey Jr. is one at this point. And I, th- I really do think it feels similar to when Brad Pitt was cleaning up for his supporting role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. For supporting actress, we had Davine Joy Randolph winning for The Holdovers. This feels like another kind of layup. She was so good in that movie. And that arc was just, in many ways, it was as important as the main plot of the movie. She brought such a soul. And this is also someone who kind of was not necessarily a relative unknown, but obviously she's not as big of an actress as Julianne Moore, Jodie Foster, Emily Blunt. So I feel I'm really happy for her and I can't wait to see what she does next. Yeah, this feels like a layup going forward. I think she's the heavy favorite to win Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards. Best Director, Christopher Nolan, you get your moment. Not the complete moment, but yes. Only been nominated once before, I believe, for Dunkirk, which is kind of crazy that he only has one nomination for Best Director previously. Christopher Nolan, it's his year. It's his year. Possibly Martin Scorsese could win because he could always is a threat to win. Uh, we were thinking possibly it could be Bradley Cooper. I really don't think so. I don't think the juice is with Maestro, man. I just don't. I think that that really zagged far too much for what people expected of a Leonard Bernstein movie. It was too hard of a zag. It's really well made, 
but it's a, you know, again, it's a film for lovers of the craft, not for a movie for people who want to just see a movie. And that's the kind of the problem with Maestro. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's just not going to fly as much with the voters of this award. So Nolan, people loved Oppenheimer and it's Nolan's year. He gave a very gracious speech. He even mentioned um, Heath Ledger, which was really quite a, you know, a bittersweet moment. Uh, anyway, I think he's been very gracious and uh, happy to see Chris Nolan win. Brings us to best screenplay. This was a genuine surprise. Uh, Justine Trier and Arthur Harari for Anatomy of a Fall. A real surprise. This one over uh, Past Lives, which I thought could possibly win. Or uh, I, I had, I believe I had it as Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach uh, winning for Barbie because that's just a, such an incredible screenplay. And yeah, Anatomy of a Fall wins. And again, this just makes me say, I need to really see this movie as quickly as possible. Um, this is one that I got really, really wrong. And I guess Anatomy of a Fall, I don't think it has a shot at winning, but I think it has a real shot at being nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And um, yeah, French cinema, man. Who done it? That brings us to Best Original Score, Ludwig Goransson winning for Oppenheimer. Yeah, no surprise here. That was, the score was one of his best works. I know I really liked his work for Tenet and Black Panther, but the music in this movie, this is one of the few soundtracks that I actually listen to on Spotify. I would just fire that up while I'm doing something else. And it really, you feel the electricity, particularly with the track, Can You Hear the Music? Um, the only thing that I thought was maybe a threat here was Robbie Robertson, the late great Robbie Robertson for Killers of the Flower Moon. Very good score, but the the Oppenheimer, it's just Oppenheimer's year. Again, it's very unstoppable. All right. That brings us to television. I'm just going to go into it right away. Best drama, Succession. It's going out on a bang. It's just an all-time great. It's not really shocking, that Succession one. There's not too much more to say about it. Musical or comedy, another one that really isn't that surprising. I guess maybe there's a little bit more drama here. The Bear wins. The Bear is simply one of the best shows on TV right now. It's phenomenal. If you have not watched it, do yourself a favor. I thought possibly Abbott Elementary could win because it's a really good show, loved by many people, and it's also on network television, and there's something to be said for that. And Barry, which is a great work of art that went out, but... I'd really think the fact that it it finished the same night as Succession actually kind of hurt it. It lived in Succession's uh, Succession's shadow. It's hard to say. Success Succession's shadow. <laughs> um, so anyway, the bear. I can't wait for the third season. And then limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. That's a lot to say. But beef one. Super happy for beef. Um, I really, really loved this show. The thing to say about Beef is that it basically, if you take characters that live in suburbia and invite chaos into their lives, so this is like, I grew up in suburbia, so it's like something that's very relatable to me. And that's what happened in Beef. And that's why I really loved that show so much. And also how ambitious it was. Lee Sung Jin, the creator of the show, has said that he is ready to go on subsequent seasons. So I'm all for it. Come on, Netflix. 
Green light that. Green light that. Let's go. Season two of Beef. Okay. Best performance in a television series, drama, actor. Kieran Culkin won. That was my prediction. And um, yeah, I would have been happy with any of them, except for, I think, Brian Cox, because he wasn't in it enough to be a lead, really. But Kieran Culkin, just get your moment, man. You've been acting since you were a young child. You grew up and now you're base, you're a gro- fully grown up and you are an incredible actor. So, and, and Kieran Culkin is just kind of an all-time great character. The glue, so to speak, of succession. And then also, unrecognized but doing great work for years, Sarah Snook in succession as well as Siobhan Roy. One as well for best actress in a drama. And yeah, I'm just, she said it changed her life. And I hope that she goes on to do big things. Performance in a television series, musical or comedy, Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Um, this was my prediction. He is amazing as Carmi. Uh, Bill Hader, he got his due earlier, but The Bear, again, it, like Succession, it's kind of an unstoppable force. And then also winning for Best Actress is Ayo Adebri. I pronounced her name wrong yesterday, so I apologize for that. But yes, Ayo Adebri, also well-deserved. Uh, those two characters are the the yin and the yang of, uh, of the bear. And so very happy for her as well. Then we have Best Performance in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture series made for television. And this is where Beef dominated. So Stephen Yun, who I think, again... I will go on the record. One of the best actors working in Hollywood today, winning for beef, gave a very good speech about Frozen. And then Ali Wong, also winning for beef. Ali Wong, who, you know, it's hard for someone who is starts, gets their start as a comedian and then does a, like acting basically as a comedic actress. And now she is a dramatic actress. She has made the full transition. So you saw some emotion there from her when she was announced as the winner. And yeah, exactly. It's really hard to make that full transition. So I'm very happy to see that success there. And um, it'll be interesting to see. This is a career changer for her, though. Supporting actor in a series, limited series. So this is just supporting actor. Again, supporting actor doesn't apply to anything. Gosh, Golden Globes, so weird. And for that, we had Matthew McFadden, Tom winning for Succession. Again, succession, unstoppable force. Didn't get to see Alan Ruck or Alex Skarsgård win, and which would have been nice, but Matthew McFadyen, just Tom is such an important character in succession, and it's really just a great performance. Not much more to say there. And then Elizabeth Debicki winning for The Crown. I was actually wrong on this one. I, I uh, predicted Meryl Streep or J. Smith Cameron just because of succession, and Meryl Streep just because she's Meryl Streep. But yeah, you know, it's a show that I really have never watched and it is a force. A lot of people watch it and it's a, it's a big role. So Elizabeth Debicki winning for a crown. I don't really have too much of an opinion on it other than the fact that people love the crown and it's a show that a lot of people watch. <laughs> um, so that's the Golden Globes. Uh, any other notes I have on the show? Um, well, I'll say this. The show got off to a really rocky start. I uh, kind of feel bad for Joe Coy, who is a comedian that I've known of for years. Seems like a really nice guy. Uh, it's kind of always what I've known for him. Only had 10 days to prepare, but uh, gosh, it really just didn't go well for him. 
I felt like the comedy he was doing, which is roast comedy, really doesn't apply. If you've ever seen a stand-up, that's not really what he does typically. So it just, it didn't feel really quite natural. And again, only 10 days to prepare. That's that's just crazy. It's really hard to do these shows. So also at the same time, probably not the best thing to throw your writers under the bus live on TV. <laughs> uh, not a great look there, Joe Coy, but I also feel for you. It's a tough job. It's just, I can see why so many comedians and actors turn down the job of hosting award shows because it's really, really hard. Um, it is not natural to anyone. There should just be someone that's a professional host of award shows. That would be that would be good. Uh, that's what they're known for. Other than that, some of the bits were good. And also the ratings of the Golden Globes were up 50% from last year. Hopefully the fact that the show got off to a rocky start doesn't hurt the ratings next year. But also, I think the fact that a lot of stuff that was nominated that people watched, whether it's Beef or The Bear or Succession or Barbie or Oppenheimer, that matters. That matters. So hopefully for next year, you know, you'll see things like Dune nominated or, um, well, well, The Bear won't be coming, but uh, Dune or House of the Dragon, stuff like that gets nominated and that can that brings eyeballs to the screen. And hopefully next year they give the host, whoever it is, that brave soul, more than 10 days to prepare. That's kind of crazy that that happened because it seems like the bits were a bit more well prepared. But props to CBS for allowing this to stream on Paramount+. Plus. Just got to say, not everyone has antennas or cable or satellite, whatever. A lot of people just stream. So whatever network this goes with next year make sure you commit to a streaming strategy as well. That's my tip. Anyway, uh, it was a pleasure watching the Golden Globes. Uh, Keep an eye out. We have the Emmys coming up and the Academy Awards. Yes, the Emmys were delayed because of the strikes. So that is coming January 15th. And then the Academy Awards might be, uh, I think it's either February or March. So yeah, we have that to look forward to. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this is just a quick reaction video. I got some stuff wrong, some stuff right, but it was a really uh, a lot of fun predicting this stuff. I'll see you all next time. I have more reviews, short form reviews to come. I'm Sam Pappard. This has been too much to watch.